This is the Simi Sarah Show On Demand. Subscribe now on iTunes. Listen to the show each weekday 10 to 2 on 980 CKNW and through the Radio Player app. Well, time now for Making Sense of the Markets with Lori Pinkowski, Senior Vice President and Senior Portfolio Manager at Raymond James. Good morning, Lori. Good morning, Simi. How are you? I am good, thank you. How are those markets doing today? Well, they were doing great until today. Uh, we've got the TSX uh, down about 2.4% right now, down 341 points. We've got the S&P down just shy of 3%, down 80 points, uh, sitting at 2,765. The Dow down 677 points, uh, sitting at 23,271. Gold off about $24 an ounce. Uh, crude oil just down 50 cents today, U.S. Canadian dollar, uh, sitting at uh, just over 70 cents right now. Okay, so you were saying we were doing great until today. What happened? So, well, we've, uh, this is what we've kind of been expecting. We're saying that the strong markets that we've seen over the last few weeks is more of a rebound, I would say, than a recovery. And what we were waiting for uh, is to get some of this kind of economic data that uh, is going to come out, and we knew that it wasn't going to be good. Uh, and today we had weak results from the U.S. banks. Um, they're raising cash for future credit losses. Profits are down uh, in the 45% range for Citigroup, Goldman, Bank of America. Uh, retail sales were down 8.7%, uh, largest decline ever. And uh, Canada March GDP uh, down 9% as well. So you're getting these really fast moves still in the markets. Um, you know, we had the fastest bear market in history that only took 20 trading days to drop over 20% back in March. Uh, this also turned out to be the shortest bear market in history, uh, as it only lasted about 11 days. So, you know, even though we find it encouraging and we, the market probably found a bottom back in March, uh, you still have to be careful, um, as there's a lot of data that's going to be coming out, a lot of earnings over the next uh, few months. Uh, so you just want to be patient uh, when you're looking at uh, picking up new positions. Uh, and still, I encourage people to, you know, make decisions and uh, actively manage their portfolio throughout this uh, this period. So you think like the recovery phase of the market is still a ways off? Well, I think a final recovery, yeah. Um, you know, when you look back and see why did the markets rebound as, as strong as they did, well, there's a few reasons. There was some positive news around stimulus. Um, the government stepped in. You have positive news as well on um, uh, the rate of COVID infection. Um, infections are, are coming down. Obviously, the curve is flattening in certain areas, not everywhere. Uh, and then at the end of March, you had the rebalancing of mutual funds. Um, so a lot of balanced funds say they have 50% stocks, 50% bonds. Their stocks dropped. Well, they had to go into the market at the end of March to buy uh, in order to kind of be in line with their mandate. So so that was another reason why you saw markets increase. And then you have behavioral biases, which we're going to get into in our second segment, uh, such as the fear of missing out. Um, a lot of investors see markets go up and now they want to be in. Uh, so they all also pushed markets higher. But we all know, um, you know, as, uh, as a portfolio manager, that there's a lot of bad news still to come. So you just need to be careful. It doesn't mean you have to panic and sell everything. Right. It just means you have to be logical about the situation uh, and understand the news that, that's going to be uh, kind of facing us over the next weeks and months to come. Right. And some of the early numbers that we had out today showed pretty big drop in GDP, you know, the economy shrinking already in March. In the U.S., retail sales down by a record amount, something like 8.7% in one month. Yeah, exactly, right? So, so, and that's, uh, and this is going to continue, of course, in April. I mean, you know, we have Trump talking about possibly reopening the economy as early as May 1st. 
you know, there's a lot of people that doubt that can happen. So again, you know, you just want to be patient, hold on to your good companies, um, you know, make sure your portfolio has recessionary type stocks in it. Um, and uh, be talking to your financial advisor if you have any questions. But, you know, when we're looking at um, the short term here, uh, even in BC, uh, looking at uh, the jobs numbers, I mean, there's 132,000 jobs that were just lost. Unemployment rate uh, went to 7.2% from 5%. Obviously, this is a lot in uh, hospitality and the restaurant sectors, which we know. Um, you know, and, and that's a, a big issue. So people who are losing their jobs, even if it's temporarily, uh, they're not going to be spending even when they go back to work likely, right? Because they're using some of their savings if they have any at this point. So it's going to take some time for the economy to get back on its legs. So I just, uh, I caution people about getting too excited right. about the rebound we just had. Um, and just make sure that uh, your financial advisor is reassessing your portfolio during times like this. Make sure that you're making changes when needed. Um, because especially in Canada here, it, mm-hmm. it doesn't look good for uh, for the next little while here in terms of our economy. We're so dependent on the price of oil, and of course that is way down this year. It's down fifty percent this year. So we're going to have a harder time getting out of that uh, out of this situation here in Canada, in my opinion, in terms of the economy. So again, uh, our portfolios are focused more on the U.S. at this time. And Laurie Pinkowski is is with us for making sense of the market. She's the senior vice president and senior portfolio manager at Raymond James. And if you want to contact her team, you can do so directly at 604-915-LORI, or you can visit their website at pinkowski.ca. Now, Laura, you touched on this a little bit earlier, but I guess it's tough right now is to kind of balance those expectations that people have. Yeah, you know, and and that's what, you know, I wanted to address today is just return expectations and how people are feeling. Obviously, it's been a stressful year, not just in the stock market, but but everyday life as well, you know. Uh, But the stock market volatility has added uh, two stress levels for many investors, especially retirees or those close to retiring. Um, You know, we just experienced the world's fastest bear market, as I was talking about, uh, falling 35% in just a month, and then the fastest bull market rebound of 20% off the bottom. So when I'm talking about volatility, it actually has been that uh, that volatile. And so even though nobody knows the full economic impact of COVID, um, you know, eventually we'll get through this and we all know that. Uh, but you need to be careful of making uh, kind of knee-jerk reactions during these sell-offs and, and what's going on or changing your entire strategy um, because you think that the world's never going to get out of this. And as I've mentioned many times before, the world has been through many situations and, and has come out of it. The question is, is just how long this will take uh, for people to get back to work um, as well as the markets and as well as corporate profits to see what can happen there. So, But there are some types of behaviors that we see during times yeah. of extreme volatility, and so I just wanted to talk about some of those. Yeah, let's talk about that. I'm sure you can recognize kind of the personality differences. I, I can, and there's uh, some personalities that really uh, benefit uh, because they they kind of do the right thing during these times. And so some of the ones that uh, we wanted to point out that kind of hurt their performance, I would say, number one is the panic seller. They want out. They want 100% cash. Um, usually after much of the decline is already over, um, they may have forgotten about the strategy that they, they want to use, um, and they are usually pessimistic and think things will never recover. They often sell out at the bottom, obviously locking in their losses, uh, and then they don't participate when markets recover or rebound. Uh, the second one is uh, one of my favorites, uh, the armchair quarterback. These are investors <laughs> who feel like they can call market movements better yeah. 
than the experts often do the gut feelings. You know, they're usually uh, talking about after the fact, so they're trading in 2020 hindsight. They wish they had bought when the markets were down or they think they would have. Um, but uh, usually um, they actually wouldn't take that sort of risk. But after the fact, they might think that they would have. Uh, they read a lot of opinions online. Uh, a lot of them feel that uh, they could do it online, uh, but these people are actually quite dangerous to themselves, in my opinion, um, because uh, they're getting too hung up on the day-to-day movements. Um, and then, of course, fear of missing out, which you and I just talked about. Uh, these kind of people see the markets rebounding and rallying, um, and greed can cause investors to take on more risk than they're actually comfortable with. Um, and this this is another one, a couple um, with different risk tolerances. So say the wife is very conservative in nature and the husband has fear of missing out, uh, that kind of couple can be very difficult to manage through a period like this uh, where, you know, one person wants to sell the entire time and the other person is trying to buy uh, and you're trying to manage one whole portfolio. So, of course, um, you know, we're, we're used to getting, you know, a few of these people here and there, uh, but the majority of clients, say even people I've dealt with for 10 and 20 years, the ones that have always done the best are the ones that um, really uh, allow the financial experts to do their job, manage the portfolios. They're generally optimists. Uh, they rely on people to make the decisions for them. They're not trying to get involved, although they want the communication about the markets and their portfolios. And they just, you know, they're realistic about what what can happen during a time like this. No financial advisor can sidestep um, any sort of drop in markets like what we've seen. The point is, is to reduce that that decline, which, uh, again, a good financial will have done by now. So if you're seeing a portfolio drop of kind of 5 to 10% and you're in stocks, that would be a, a, a good place to be at this time. Uh, markets are down 20% year to date. So, so again, you want to be realistic about what's happening, understand that things uh, will move forward at one point in time and have a little bit of a longer-term view instead of just from day to day or week to week. All right. That's great advice as always. Thank you for that, Lori. Thank you so much. Have a great week. You too. That's Lori Pinkowski. As always, if you have any questions or you want to talk to the Pinkowski Wealth Management team directly, you can give them a call, 604-915-LORI. Their website is pinkowski.ca.